Welcome to the Home Plain and Simple Podcast. I'm Kim Brenneman, and if you're looking for tips and tricks on how to manage life at home, you're in the right place. As a homeschooling mom of nine, I've compiled more than 30 years of knowledge into the book, Home Management Plain and Simple. And now I'm here to share those same tips, mom to mom, on the Home Plain and Simple Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy you're here today. If you're interested in diving in even further, we now offer a 13-module course, the Home Management Plain and Simple Blueprint. It's jam-packed with tools and resources for homemakers in any stage of life. Hi. And we're live. <laughs> Four o'clock on a Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. It's a blurs day. Blurs day. That's every day is blurs day right now. Adjusting. Is that better? So much better. Um, this room is a challenge to find a good spot where we don't look oh, strange no. because there's windows, lots of windows. But this is the quietest room in the house, so it's the best choice. Like, they can jam out to crazy loud music in the next room over and you'll be able to hear it. Not probably. hear it. So, it's a quiet room, but there's lots of windows. Which is nice, but also not nice. I love this room. It's my favorite room. But then finding the right video picture of us, kind of a challenge. Depends on the day, the sun, the clouds, etc. So while we wait for people to join us, we are going to talk about what we've did, what we have done today. Um, I studied pharmacology and gestational diabetes and I fed my sourdough and divided it up for passing it on to friends. What'd you do, Annie? I um, milked my cows. Well, my cow. Um, and then I... You did school with Matthew? Did school with Matthew. I ran dad around a little bit because he started planting today. Planting corn. Um, and then... I did school with Matthew, and then we went and tagged a calf. Really cute. It's on the Instagram page. For Farming with the Brennemans. Super it's cute. On, it's on the story. We took a video of it. Um, and then I moved a bunch of cornstalk bales, and then I fed the cows. And here we are. Here we are. Four o'clock already. I also put summer in the crock pot. I did that. I know. It looked good. Looks good. It smells good. Put some rosemary on a beef roast with some black pepper and you garlic. can't go wrong with black pepper, garlic, and rosemary. No. No. Usually I do thyme, but today I did rosemary. You didn't do both? No. Rosemary. So today we're going to talk about cleaning day. Again, I talked about it yesterday. I talked about cleaning the cleaning day when you have only little children and how I did that my tactics and strategies and the way I did hopefully it will give you some ideas on tactics you can use today Annie's joining me and we're going to talk about cleaning when you have big kids um, kids that are able to help and how um, how to 
plan and strategize for those days. So, Annie, what are your memories of cleaning day? Um, well, for us, cleaning days usually happen on a Friday, right? Yeah. Just that way you kind of have a clean house for the weekend. You can relax a little bit more. Yeah, I like that. So you have options. Have um, people over and we all our chore. We would have chore charts, and we would have like daily chores, and then on Fridays, they would be more advanced set on the chore chart. I just remember that. Yeah, more details. More about- more details and more deep cleaning type. Whereas everything was kind of just a quick tidy up before. So my room, because each of us kids were given a room that we were in charge of cleaning. My room was a living room. Forever? For, that, that's what I remember. For a long time. Long it's enough that cleaning the living room. noteworthy to you. Yeah. And who You was, also always wanted the living room because it wasn't the dirtiest. Messiest? Yeah. Huh. Messiest. Our messiest room was always the school room. The school room was the worst. Although, usually I would have to help with that, too, because... It's everybody's that was, mess. That was always kind of a more of a team project. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, the living room, deep clean that with. I, um, a lot of times, the older kids would be paired up with their buddy, and that would be a younger sibling, and they would help you clean that room. Mm-hmm. Usually, you just give them a dust rag and <sighs> tell them to go to town. Dust rag and... Um, one thing that I always found useful is a really good feather duster. It has to be quality. I mean, like, you can't get it at Walmart. You have to, like, send off for a feather duster that has ostrich feathers. And they, they're good for about two or three years, I, I think, I found. Um, do you remember? Mm-hmm. We don't have one currently. I should get one around. But the, fe- a good feather duster will actually pick up dirt and you can get in around places that it's just easier and it's also fun for little kids to go Until around with the Until they decide to stick a dusty feather duster in your face. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> you said feather duster and that's what I remember. That's what you remember? <laughs> you know, like that, what your nose does when it oh, gets just a bunch of dust. <laughs> not nice. Um, but it was also fun to because to clean it, you go outside and you rub the handle between your... And then all the dust goes out. Flies out. And you come back in and do some more dusting. So it was always a fun... Fun thing, especially for littler kids. That yeah. Be helpful. And yes. And, and have fun. And they were good. Like I, like I said, a good one. And I I mean, you got to pay like 30 bucks or something for a good ostrich feather duster. But it was well worth it, I thought. Um, you have to train your kids not to touch the feathers because the oils from your hands ruin the dust picker uppers. The dust picking up mechanism. Picker uppers. Whatever of the. It's the scientific name. Picker ostrich uppers. feather duster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I always found that really helpful, and now I went to order some. <laughs> Where are they? They're I not. I, about them. We haven't had them for had. Some, I can't remember. Definitely before we moved to Idaho. So five at least five years since we've had some. Died out six years ago, so a long time, time, time to get some feather dusters around. That can be Matthew's job. Well, maybe it was. Anyway, what else? What other useful tools? Um, there was a time when I had. This is a little kid trick. 
um, the broom that you see them use at restaurants on flat carpets that you push back and forth. Maybe this oh, was before like your those. time. But you could I could make the handle short and it was a carpet carpet vacuum but not the kind you plug in like wasn't mechanism mm-hmm. and just picked up the stuff on I think I used it in a basement when we had our yeah, school room in the basement. And um that was a fun, easy kid cleaning tool. I always like to get um, tools that the kids would appreciate using or that were fun or easy. Or that, that they could use. Yeah, did a good job. A carpet sweeper, yeah, that's what it's called. Carpet sweeper. And that really doesn't cost a whole lot. I don't remember that that was like an expensive tool. It's probably still in the basement somewhere. No, it's gone. I, somehow, somehow it got destroyed. Surprise, surprise for the <laughs> kids. Because that was probably purchased with the first one. <laughs> I know, it was, that, it was a long time ago. Um, right now we have a lot of hard floors on the first floor and I like, um, just a pole behind vacuum, the one that you can drag around. Mm-hmm. I really like it, but the cord is too short. So then we have to unplug and plug it. I always, but it does a good job. The vacuum's cord is never quite long enough. No. Mm-mm. Um... I always like to have kid-sized brooms around. Sometimes you can use adult-sized stuff and just, you know, it's adjustable. You can make it shorter, things shorter, you know, more user-friendly. Um, we have a Kirby back vacuum around here that I, I'm, I love the Kirby, but it is big and heavy, and even though the motor is automatic, it's, it's not very kid-friendly. I always liked it. As a kid? Yeah, it's better than... Because we would borrow grandma's because we didn't have a carpet. Yeah. We'd borrow grandma's when we were really deep cleaning, and it was better than the vacuum that we had for carpets. So you just appreciated that it cleaned. Because the, you, you, you must no, have it was it was easier to push, too, because it had, like, the driving function, unless oh. you didn't have it in drive. Yeah. You must have been bigger, though, because... Probably. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> it's not easy for little kids. Probably not. And I have but things that were easy for little kids. I feel like vacuums aren't really easy for little kids anyway. No, not carpet vacuums. Do you have to be tall? And you have to be able to really push it because it's got the beaters. Yeah. But like hard floor vacuums, that'd be easy for a little kid to yeah. push um, around. What other tips, tricks, strategies do you remember us using for cleaning day? When um, there were big kids and little kids. You'd be buddied up. Detailed lists. Detailed lists. Everybody had a room or a section of the house. Um, or a specific task that they had to do in every room. Yeah, sometimes you would do it that way. Where one person would... It kind of... Uh, depended on like how deep we needed to clean. How messy or cluttered the house was. If we were having company... There was a lot of different factors going into the different styles of lists. Yeah. Sometimes it was just easier to have one person do all of the vacuuming and another person dust all the baseboards. And another one clear off all the tables and declutter all the tables, I guess. Yeah, that's fine, my job. Probably. Either that or someone doing it and saying, Mom, where did I put this? Mom, where did I put this? Yeah. Mom, can I throw this away? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
sometimes it's just easier for mom to do those things. Like, I'll just do it so I don't have to answer the questions. Yeah, answer the questions. Yes. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, or does anybody have any questions or strategies to add? Bridget never joined us. She's the one that Annie when thought has the good story. She has the better memory for all these things. Yeah. Annie, I don't... She has a steel trap memory for things, but not the stories, really. Interesting. Random, unimportant facts. <laughs> oh, okay, so that is all for today. If you have any ideas for topics... Um, let us know. I did find a paper where I had written some things down on that I'm supposed to talk about. And one of them is, someone asked, do the next thing. What do you, for this is about doing the next thing. What do you do when you don't know what the next thing is to do? Very good question. And then the- How are you gonna answer that? I have ideas. I have ideas. I have ideas. And then another one was, where did it go? I had it written. Down. Oh, it was homeschooling. Yeah, it was about homeschooling kids. Dun, dun, dun. Um, when you have children under the age of eight, like a lot of little children, how do you do homeschooling? I have ideas there too. So I will talk about that sometime soon. So, oh, there's Bridget. Bridget, do you have a cleaning story for us? Something that you remember from the past. Now I put her on a spot and she probably is. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back again on tomorrow, Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Okay. So, see you then. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Home Plain and Simple and get encouragement and resources on our website at homeplainandsimple.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.